Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Day 21 here on this Tuesday evening. It is JJ after dark. John Jastrzemski. We're right here on the fan, so we go from 68 teams, it's now down to 16. We'll have a sweet 16 on Saturday and Sunday, regional finals Monday and Tuesday, and this guy's been all over it. And right now, he's sitting on the desk with royalty. It's EJ, it's Chuck, it's Kenny, and it's a longtime college basketball analyst. Check him out for Turner, Big Ten Network, Andy Katz. What's happening, Andy? How are you doing? Thanks for having me. Andy, my pleasure. It's got to be pretty cool, first off, to be sharing a desk with those three guys with what they've done in television and what they've done, you know, throughout their careers. Do you ever, like, pinch yourself on the set where I'm like, holy smokes, I'm with Chuck, I'm with EJ, I'm with Kenny? Well, I'll tell you, they have been incredibly welcoming uh, and and made me feel completely at home. Uh, So it really has felt familiar uh, if you will, from day one. Um, now, I had met them all before, and uh, so it wasn't my first time actually meeting them. I think that might have been different. But, um, no, they've been great, and I think everything's really gone really well. Uh, and we've, uh, I think, uh, you know, had some good television for five days. You ain't kidding. I mean, it's been a terrific tournament. Now, yesterday, not so much. Games were routes. A lot of favorites won. Um, what was your big takeaway, though, Andy, in watching these first four days of March Madness? Was it Oral Roberts? Was it Oil in Chicago? Like, any of these storylines that you felt were the most captivating and the most fun to talk about, what was the headliner for you? Well, I, you know, it's hard to pick one uh, because, you know, I mean, you could go in a myriad of directions. I mean, first off, you've got the Pac-12 suddenly having this resurgence. Uh, and going with four teams in the Sweet 16. Conversely, the Big Ten only having one in the Sweet 16. Uh, the Cinderella of Oral Roberts, um, you know, Loyola Chicago, which now has sort of graduated from a Cinderella by being back in this position. Uh, and then, you know, even though they play in the Pac-12, you could actually look at Oregon State to some degree as a little bit of a Cinderella because they wouldn't have been here had they not gone on this run. And then uh, there are the favorites. And Gonzaga and Baylor um, are playing like they should be, which is they're the two teams to beat. And if we get ultimately a final between those two, 
Um, you know, the, they ultimately were the two best teams throughout the course of the season. And so that would be sort of a fitting end if that ends up being what, it, you know, what we get for our championship on April 5th. Andy, watching Loyola Chicago the other day, you know, normally when a one seed goes down, a team especially as talented as Illinois, a team that played as well as they did down the stretch, something wacky needs to happen. Something funky needs to happen. That was not the case in that game. I mean, that was a whooping. I mean, Loyola Chicago basically took it to them from the beginning of the game to the end of the game. Like, I didn't come away watching that game saying, this was fluky. They were clearly the better team on that particular day. Are you surprised at all with Loyola Chicago, or is the bigger issue the fact that they ended up on that eight line? Because watching them, Andy, they don't look like an eight seed. Yeah, I mean, this happens a lot to where we see these teams, and you're like, oh, how can they be seated that way? But their record, they were seated to their record. And maybe the committee should in the future, you know, speculate more and try to judge, you know, how good that team is versus another team. The reality is, though, this was a year where there were very few non-conference games. And Loyola Chicago basically had their one big-time game that they played, uh, and that was at Wisconsin, and they lost. Uh, their Final Four team, you know, in 2018, played a game like that and won. They beat Florida. So this team, even though I do think it's as good, if not better, than that 2018 team, didn't have a game like that early in the year to say, oh, wait a minute, yeah, you know, they're, they're definitely legit. And so that was something that would cause you a little bit of pause. Um, the Valley was top-heavy. Drake and, and uh, Loyola were clearly the two best teams during the year. Missouri State had a little bit of a run, but they were clearly the two best. It was kind of hard to judge that because none of those other teams played much outside the league, the league either. Um, but they ran a clinic. Uh, they were the more experienced team, uh, and they performed uh, almost like a perfect game plan. Uh, and it was really surprising that Illinois had so many uh, turnovers that they played right into Loyola's hands. Uh, they were careless with the ball, and it was a complete 180 from what we had seen from Illinois in the I guess we lost Andy. Roy's going to have to pull Andy back up. I lost him there as he was waxing poetic about Porter Moser, Sister Jean, and a loyal Chicago team that Syracuse is probably going to have to beat. Hopefully, they're going to have to beat. Because that means Syracuse actually wins another game and gets me back. Let me know, by the way. Is he back? Andy, we got you back. We lost you there for a hot second. Oh, no, I'm here. Oh, I'm there we go. No worries. Hey, listen, it happens. I got to admit this full disclosure, might I add. I am a Syracuse alum, one of thousands that are working in media. And I have to admit, early February, mid-February, I was completely disgusted with the team. The defense stunk. They're getting smoked by Pittsburgh. I didn't think they'd sniff the NCAA tournament. But then, Andy, all of a sudden, the last two weeks of the year, they started playing really good basketball. They beat Carolina. They beat Clemson. They lost in buzzer-beating fashion of Virginia. And I'm like, they belong in the tournament. They're one of the 68 best teams in America. They get in. I never in a million years, though, thought they'd be able to play this sort of defense because of the way they played throughout the regular season to get them to the Sweet 16. Are you surprised at all with what you've seen from Syracuse, or is this just vintage Bayheim waving the magic wand and finding a way 
to overachieve with a double-digit seed yet again? Uh, I think it's a combination. Uh, you can hear me now, right? I got you, yes. Of course, for the Syracuse uh, answer, we got to make sure we got you loud and clear, Andy, of course. Yeah, I think it's a combination. I mean, first of all, once again, they were kind of seeded to their record in their season. They were inconsistent. But uh, to your point, defensively, they're much better. But offensively, I mean, Buddy Bayon has made himself into a pro. Uh, I mean, could he be Duncan Robinson or Tyler Hero? Yes. Uh, he can make shots. He's got great range. And it's, it's real. That's another great story within this Sweet 16 that Buddy Bayheim is leading his dad, who he's called his best friend, to get another Sweet 16 and who knows, maybe a Final Four uh, with Illinois out in that bracket. Um, they're just really good offensively. They get him shots. He gets his own shots. And uh, they've had great success, even though they sometimes complain about it. They've had great success as a double-digit seed since 2016. Three, 16, three sweet 16s uh, since that year with a double-digit seed. Andy Katz, Turner Sports, getting you ready for the Sweet 16 and Elite Eight coming up over the next couple of days. Um, Andy, from a USC-Oregon perspective, who do you think would have a better chance of matching up and giving Gonzaga a game? Is it the Trojans or is it the battle-tested Oregon Ducks? Um, I actually think it's going to be USC uh, in large part because Evan Mobley is a problem. Now, you know, can uh, Drew Timmy go out and guard him on the wing? Yes, but I think it will be more difficult than your traditional big inside and Eugene Omarui. Um, you know, who started his career at Rutgers, ended up at Oregon. Evan Mobley's a problem. Uh, and also now they've got, you know, Isaiah Mobley and uh, Tajidi and Drew Peterson. Those guys can make shots. We saw that against Kansas last night. So USC can run with, when they're on, they can run with Gonzaga. I still think Gonzaga will win, but I think USC would give them a better game and would be a more difficult game uh, for the Zags. Uh, in the Elite Eight. I'm very surprised Villanova, with the way they played down the stretch and the injury to Gillespie and the injury to Moore, found their way to the Sweet 16. But you know what, Andy? Sometimes you've got to take advantage of situations. They end up taking down a 12, a third, you know, a 12 seed. They end up taking down another double-digit seed. And yet here they are now against Baylor. I think it's a terrible matchup for them. I think Baylor's uber-focused. I think they're back to being the team they were back in January. You give Nova any sort of shot of pulling what would be, I mean, in my opinion, because, a stunning upset? I do because of their experience, and you're giving Jay Wright time to prepare. But to your point, and this is a lot to do with the end of the tournament, I don't want to dismiss what they've accomplished without Colin Gillespie and getting to this point. But compare them beating uh, a Winthrop and a North Texas, which took out Purdue, Versus, conversely, Oregon State, which had to be Tennessee and Oklahoma State. Um, that's a much different road to the Sweet 16, but it happens all the time. Uh, UCLA playing well, but they had to play Abilene Christian instead of Texas. So, you, you know, you only play, you only play the teams in front of you, but definitely an advantage when, those low, when the higher seeds fall and you have potentially a much easier game uh, to get to the Sweet 16. Andy, Michigan 
Alabama, Florida State, UCLA. I picked Florida State before this tournament started. Um, I was concerned about the matchup with Colorado. They smoked them. They ran them out of the gym. I think they get into the Final Four. I think it's Leonard Hamilton's time. Who you got coming out of that East region? Well, actually, I'm going to disagree with you, and I changed my pick. Um, okay. I initially would have gone with Michigan, but I wasn't sure how they would react without Livers. But now seeing Eli Brooks score, I'm back on the Michigan bandwagon. Uh, I love their experience. Hunter Dickinson and Mike Smith. Uh, Dickinson's not experienced, but his ability inside to be a, a real uh, space eater as a big, good passer, rim protector. And Mike Smith, the transfer from Columbia, has been maybe one of the best fifth-year transfers we've seen in a long time where he has immediately taken over that position at the point and done it seamlessly. Um, so I think actually Michigan, especially they're better defensively, uh, I think they beat Florida State because offensively I think this Florida State team is much more challenged and I think they beat Alabama. Andy, if there's going to be a double-digit seed in the Midwest region that's more live, is it my alma mater Syracuse against Houston? Is it the Beavers of Oregon State who have been a great story in this tournament, getting hot in the Pac-12, having to run the table, now getting to the Sweet 16? Who's more live here, Syracuse, Oregon State come Saturday? I think it's Syracuse. Um now, I think Loyola can get out of this bracket, but I would not be shocked if this would be another one of those Bayheim moments that he pulls this one out. But, uh, yes, if Buddy keeps shooting the ball well and the zone is – and I think Houston will have a problem with the zone because they're a little spotty from the perimeter. Um, they could get there. They legitimately could be in the Final Four. That is music to my ears, my friend. And, Andy, before we get you out of here, and I appreciate the time – if there is a team right now, anybody left playing in the Sweet 16, that is going to upset the potential of Gonzaga and Baylor, who would that team be? Um, that, you know, I would say it's probably either Michigan or Alabama. Michigan or Alabama. That's a good answer. I think, I think whichever team wins the East, you know, is more likely to beat Gonzaga than whoever wins the uh, Midwest now without Illinois to beat Baylor. Andy Katz, check him out, Turner Sports. He's been killing it with Chuck and Kenny and EJ rocking and rolling, doing all the March Madness stuff. Andy, always a pleasure having you on, man. Continued success. Keep at it, okay? Thank you. We're on on Saturday. Check us out. We'll be watching Late Night Game with Syracuse. A little extra coffee for that one, Andy. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.